daddy gonna stay in school and, and graduate. You're gonna die, Klaus! You can do it! Captain Insano shows no mercy. You can do it! I love my mama very much. Now you know that. Once again, things that could have been brought to my attention yesterday! Hello and welcome to the Sandler Pit, the podcast where you ain't cool unless you pee your pants. This is um, bloody, bloody, uh, this is bloody... The Meyerowitz stories. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, don't be silly. This is Punch Drunk Love, right? (laughs) What's this from? It's from Billy Madison. Ah, okay. When he takes a young kid under his wing and teaches him that it's not bad to pee your pants. You know what? I don't even remember Billy Madison because I didn't really rate it. I remember it. Yeah, the time. I know. I, I feel like it. coming back, I might like it a lot more. Well, I think we said we're going to do it right at the end, so you've got right like end, yeah. a whole wealth of Sandler <laughs> knowledge, and then you're going back to a bit of refined, perfect <laughs> Sandler. Anyway, this is the Sandler Pit, a podcast where we watch all of the work of Adam Sandler, and then we categorise whether it deserves to be in the Sandler Castle or the Sandler Pit. Um, we're both called Luke. And we started off with our dynamic being that one of us loves Sandler and one of us <laughs> hates him. And now we're just both kind of indifferent. Yeah, you've come down quite a bit. I've gone up quite a bit. So we're kind of on the same level now. Like the last I think two I weeks... Still, I still love and respect him though. Well, the last two weeks have been amazing back to back. We've had one which is one of the best 90s style silly comedies and then a really good creative actual film. Mm-hmm. So back to back, they've been great. This is what I call a palate cleanser, I, pro- I believe. <laughs> a, a mediocre palate cleanser. Because this week, we're going to watch the, the do-over. Have you seen this? I think we had a I've, quick discussion. I've not week. seen it. I've seen a couple of posters. I don't know if I've even watched a trailer for it, but I've seen like a poster that's Adam Sandler wearing like a bulletproof vest and uh, he's sort of like holding a gun and hugging David Spade. I think I've heard that it's something about like they fake their death to get a second chance at life. Really? Here's the thing, yeah, I know nothing about this film, but yeah, it looks like they're on a tropical beach. Adam Sandler is wearing a vest with all these bullets on it, holding a gun, and he's got a tattoo on his arm. Have we ever had a tattooed Sandler before? Oh, I'm not actually too sure of that. Because me and you are both tattooed men, like we've both got uh, tattooed arms, but I can't think of a time I've seen him tattooed. No, I I don't think I have either. Could be forgetting something here. The only tattoo I can think of in a Sandler film is when he gets his son tattooed in That's My Boy, and then he grows up and it's like a stretched thing of is it like the Backstreet Boys? Yeah and Henry Winkler's uh, really horrible uh, tattoo uh, on his bum. His Roy Orbison <laughs> tattoo yeah. yeah. I don't want to say anything like untoward or whatever but he he's kind of like the all-American guy like that's mm-hmm. especially as he's older he's like the we play baseball and basketball all this tattoos I guess are more counterculture. His usual role is that like clean-cut father figure type Maybe Little yeah, Nicky definitely. might have a few like upside down crosses or something. Does the stoner guy from the Hot Chick have one? He's always fully covered. You don't see much of his body. <laughs> yeah, I bet he's got big leg sleeves, doesn't he? This might be a bit more of an edgy, edgy Sandler then. I guess. Yeah, I assumed he was going to be the bodyguard of David Spade, who looks terrified and he's being like protected by a big man Sandler. <laughs> Yeah, that's what it looks like from the poster. The people they're pretending to be are in even deeper trouble. So it's going to be like a wrong man comedy of errors, I guess. Yeah, so well, maybe... that's interesting because I watched North by Northwest, which is like a mistaken identity film. I watched that last night. And I think that's like 100 and... 
30 on the top 250 IMDb list. So it'll be interesting to watch Sanders take on uh, the Hitchcock classic. <laughs> where do you think he is? Where the do-over is in the list of the greatest rated IMDb films? I'd say it's, probably 3,100. It's got, it's got 5.7 out of 10, which isn't a great sign. And the popularity is um, has gone down 120 places. <laughs> I don't know when that was where, from. Where's the places, though? I really want... I wish it, it says 2,457. Shut up. Is it actually? <laughs> yeah, but that's popular. That's not like top rated. That's just like okay. most watched this week, like most ratings and all that stuff. It's surprisingly high for this film because neither of us had heard of this before. And it's a Netflix film, but it seemed Netflix like it was film. quite maybe buried a little bit, I guess. Yeah. To be fair, though, like all his Netflix films, I found at least watchable. Even like Ridiculous 6, Hubie Halloween, like some of them have been alright. Sandy right. Wexler was okay, wasn't it? It wasn't great. Fine. But... Like, they're all fine. They're... I really wrote them off boring. before we started. I was like, I, I don't think I'm going to like any of them, but I haven't really hated any of them. I just, they're not films I'll ever watch again. Maybe they're Hubie, far, but... They're far better than his like 2010 to 2015 run. Almost a bit too boring but it's fine i kind of like david spade i think we always talk about that and i don't know why i like him i think it's yeah i find him uh, quite annoying because of emperor's new groove which is i'd say maybe be one of the best disney animated films it's very Mm. funny he's very really like that to get that bit of the story i had the i had a look on imdb i've just seen that the tagline for this film is dying was their first mistake i quite like that but also plot keywords tattoo is one of them as we've just yes. spoken about a bit. Another one is threesome, and another one is pegging. Oh, do I? Uh... Palate cleanser. I think, you, I think you used the phrase palate cleanser a few <laughs> minutes ago. I don't want to see Adam Sandler or David Spade getting pegged. Yeah, that's that's what I'm kind of thinking. It's... Fucking hell. I think we said about Yubi Halloween and Ridiculous 6 is that they have these concepts and they do actually take them pretty far. So this one does have like loads of crazy action sequences and stuff. It'll be interesting to see if it does get to that point. Yeah, and I, I saw Murder Mystery and that does have like good mystery, I guess. There's a good murders. It kind of plays up to those pastiches quite well. There's a good, really good car chase. Can't wait for you to get to that car chase, mate. Bloody I seat. said to you, I'm quite looking forward to watching that Murder Mystery. I don't know why. <laughs> In terms of the do-over, though, as we say, we didn't mind quite a few of these um, the Netflix films so far. I've just had a look, and th- this one's directed by Steve Brill, who cameos in quite a few of the films as well. He did Hubie Halloween. He was the director of that. He directed parts of Adam Sandler, 100% Fresh, <laughs> apparently. <Good stuff. laughs> uh, which we've not watched yet. Sandy Wexler as well, which we were a bit mixed on. But I think looking back to it now, with some of the films that we've seen, it's definitely not cobbler or not the worst thing ever. no it's not terrible but yeah he's, he's done a few oh. good ones mr deeds little nicky he directed without a paddle it's not brilliant but i think it's my most watched film so when we watch these uh adam sandler films we have a huge list of adam sandler's tropes and conventions things that he's always getting up to in these films stuff like injured animals an inexplicable love interest Everyone Colonel loves Sanders. Adam Sandler. Yep, Colonel Sanders, he's usually around. We call it the Sandler scale. We each take nine of these tropes, make a little bingo sheet, and when we watch the film, we tick it off when these things happen. And then when we come back, we see who got a bingo in the quickest time. What do you think, Lou? Do you think this is going to have a lot of the tropes? No. I've, actually, yeah. It's, these Netflix ones are quite muted. They're not as obnoxious with the tropes, but I bet they'll all be in there. 
I reckon looking at the poster, it's got you know how Adam Sandler's got this gun and stuff. I reckon that he's gonna have some like mad superpowers that he's like really fast at running, or there will probably be a time where he has to like do a sport to get out of a sticky situation. So he's gonna like win a basketball game and he looks get like set he's gonna free be, or something. I don't know. He looks like he's gonna be like a CIA or an army guy. Do you think I he's think gonna be, be the, the character that he pretends to be at the start of Fifty First Dates when he pretends to be the yes. spy into his work? Roger, Roger, or whatever. Yeah, Ting Tang, Walla yeah. Walla, Bing Bang. Yeah, I just feel like this is going to be shit, but... I don't have uh, high hopes. Yeah, but I mean, we've liked most of the Netflix ones, so maybe... I want to stay not having high hopes, though, because that did us a real solid when we watched Blended, Ridiculous 6, all those films. If we can go in expecting it to be rubbish and come away thinking, like, yeah, it was okay, that would suit me. Can we both have our own prediction of how we think they're going to fake their death? Oh, and write, let's write them down as well so that we can actually talk about it because we always make predictions and then never reference them in the, in the outro bit. It'd be good if we could seal them in an envelope. <laughs> Just... I've written down what I think is going to happen with how they fake the death. Have you, have you got an idea of how you think they're going to fake their deaths? Yeah. What do you think? Right, I think there's going to be a car explosion. He's really good with dynamite and shit like that. Like he has all this stuff and he just loads it all into the car and they put two big dummies full of meat. <laughs> like a sack of mince meat with a blonde wig on. And they set it off. I'd love to see that. They press the button and there's like a little and they go, oh, what is that it? <laughs> it all goes up, exploded. And then a bit of the mincemeat smacks David Spade in the face. <laughs> That's really good, actually. Do you know what I would Shit. like to see? I would like it if there's like a bit where Adam Sandler has to pull out one of David Spade's teeth so they can identify him by his dental record. So he's, there's like one <laughs> tooth in this pile of meat. <laughs> I think that's more likely than mine. Mine is that I reckon they're going to fake their death by um, both falling off of a waterfall. And I reckon <laughs> that there'll be a shot where Adam Sandler's going to be like a psycho, obviously, in this. And I think a fake, yeah, a fake arm's going to float to the surface with his tattoo on it. That's how they get identified as being there. He's going to soar off his fucking arm. Someone else's arm. He's going to kill someone else to fake his own death. He's going to be yeah, that much but... of a psycho in it. Yeah, or maybe plane, like a little biplane, jump out in a little parachute and then it crashes. Yeah, it could be something like that. Who knows? But I'm very excited to find out. <laughs> nice sack of meat exploded. If he's got a big sack of mincemeat with little wigs on, then I'll be fuming. Well, should we go and watch it? I think that we definitely should. Load up your pistols, fake your death. It's time for Grab a do over. Grab your big sack of meat. <laughs> you are now listening to the Sandler Pit. I made your wish come true. I faked our deaths. You did what? And we are back. We've both had a do-over and we've both watched the do-over. <laughs> and it's time to talk about Netflix's The Do-Over. Luke, I mean, this might be hard, but can you somehow <laughs> talk about the plot of this incredibly detailed film this is the most convoluted film plot i've ever seen in my life adam sandler is playing because they all change their names several times in the film i definitely don't know what his character was called okay so adam sandler is playing a character called max that's it yeah max max another Uh, max he's been a max before yes he has and he's playing in this one he's playing like Holy fuck, this film is hard to explain. What is he? 
I'll it's be like honest, right? Man. He keeps on changing his job role because he's basically lying to David Spade through the whole film. Yeah. And at one point, I was like, what are they fucking talking about? I think I said it out loud. What are they going on about? And then my fiance, who was watching it with me for most of the film, said something <laughs> like, she said something like, oh, no, he's a, uh, he said he's an undertaker. And I was like, oh, I missed that. Right. So basically, him and David Spade are old school friends when we meet yeah. them at the start of the film. David Spade is like, become a like a, manager. what would you call it? He's like a cuck. <laughs> Yeah, he's in this horrible relationship where his wife is banging Sean Astin. Yeah, so he goes out with Sean Astin's ex-wife who has children of Sean Astin and then he's married her, but she's still obviously fucking Sean Astin. She's in lust with Sean Astin. (laughs) I don't know if it's lust, but... (laughs) Because they go to the reunion dance and they're dancing and like grinding on each other on the dance floor and um, David Spade playing against type. Mm-hmm. Is not a womanizer here. He's like a little tiny goblin, Ned Flanders type. Yes. Uh, who's a big loser. Adam Sandler comes in and he says he works for the FBI and he invites him to come with him to play on a big yacht. Adam Sandler fakes both of their own death because that's the <laughs> plot by exploding a boat. So we both predicted the fake deaths. It was 50% of each of us. You predicted yeah. that a car was going to get blown up with a bag of meat in it. <laughs> I predicted that they were going to fall off of a waterfall and that Adam Sanders' tattooed arm was going to float to the surface. And instead, it was that they blew up a boat. <laughs> so there was water involved and there was an explosion. So we were yeah. both 25% right. It's like a whole like fetch quest kind of thing. They find a key and then they go to somewhere and then they find a place where they can live. And then criminals come after them, obviously. So then they end up in this big plot. This film has more twists than an M. Night Shyamalan film. More twists than a game of Twister, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I fucking hated this film so much. I think there's been ones where I've been like I think I'm the the less negative one out of the two of us you you don't hold back you criticize children's acting and all of this stuff and like you go all out this film made me feel like I had 10 aneurysms in the space of what was it two hours it wasn't even that long I had to pause it three times because it was giving me a fucking headache because it was just so hard to follow and I I wasn't enjoying any of it it wasn't particularly funny the closest thing to being good was that there was a few action sequences but they weren't particularly good either we got halfway through it and I paused it and said oh no there's still an hour left my fiance just decided to stop watching it we never do that with films we've watched so much rubbish but she left because she was that fed up with it. There's just constant stupid twists. You don't know who the characters are. Two characters that are getting mentioned throughout the the identities they've taken on you never see them so you don't really know anything about them until the last 25 minutes then what you do find out is so fucking ridiculous this gave me whiplash this film i think i said in the intro to this that i have been so skeptical about the netflix films and so far i haven't known why because hubie halloween and ridiculous six were incredible pieces of art so fun (laughs) this one has pushed me to the end of my tether (laughs) this film oh Oh. how about you what did you think of it i really liked it <laughs> yeah, I did. I liked it a lot. I mean, it was really funny. I laughed loads. Uh, I was like, I think I laughed at this more than I've laughed at any of them. <laughs> Except Seriously. Like- any of the Netflix ones, yeah, I was proper laughing. I didn't um, laugh. I don't think I laughed maybe more You didn't than laugh twice. at Louis Guzman's dick. <laughs> what the fuck? Okay, that is a standout scene. That was scene. really funny. I remember that bit. I can't remember much else because I just really didn't enjoy this film. I found myself kind of enjoying the kind of plot at first. The middle bit started getting tedious, but there were 
quite a lot of jokes, so it didn't really matter. And I they thought were the shit twists, jokes. <laughs> terrible <laughs> jokes. Some of them were funny. No, they weren't. <laughs> I've written so many <laughs> classic gags down. It was so weird that I started finding myself really enjoying it and laughing a lot because <laughs> yeah. I was like, what the fuck are they doing? And the twist is so baffling that they thought this would work. I'm going to say it wasn't good. It was definitely no, not good. I, not, enjoy- I think this is terrible. I couldn't find anything particularly redeeming. I'm hoping you can change my mind. One of us has got to change our mind. Otherwise, we're going to have a fucking nightmare deciding where to put this. <laughs> It's quite a non-stop film, as you say. It does keep moving, but I, th- I was just constantly bored as well. That was the other problem for me, because it goes on way too long, and you oh. don't really know where it's going. You don't have anyone to root for, because the characters are horrible as well. I found it quite, like, I don't know, fun. Like, they're on the boat, then they're going to... Uh, where did they go? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't oh, remember. In the Caribbean, wasn't it? So, yeah. So he invites David Spade to go on his boat, and he's, like, smoking a cigar. And I'm going to say it now. Adam Sandler's never been more handsome. <laughs> what? I... <laughs> <laughs> He looks good in this film. He looks trim. He's he really looks good. So. Do you know one of my first yeah, notes good. is that one of my first notes is Adam Sandler looks so tired. Poor man. <laughs> so later on there is a twist. We'll get to that later. So I thought maybe that explained it, but to me, Adam Sandler in this film looks so sad. <laughs> he looks dead behind the eyes to me. He looked like he really didn't want to be I wasn't there. Looking, I wasn't looking at his eyes. I was looking at his goddamn guns. I'm telling you that. Like, he did the uh, Shecky Mokowitz uh, <laughs> going overboard. He didn't look at the script. He must have just been doing crunches all day because he looks like he's been working out a bit. Oh, nice. I can't say I particularly noticed. I just noticed that he looked sad. It didn't give me the same feeling as when he knows he's in something golden like Hubie Halloween. He just looked fed up. He did look a bit fed up. And it's yeah, probably because he's acting arms. alongside David Spade, who looks like a paedophile. He does look like a paedophile in this film, yeah. And his yeah. character is horrible, and I didn't like him. Mm-hmm. But whatever. I liked watching him getting a, a lip ring. Yeah. It was, which <laughs> turns out to be a, a dick ring. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> in a twist joke, tongue, you, see, you see that yeah, coming from a long way away. Miles. And his tongue ends up becoming really big. Mm-hmm. That's really funny, isn't it? Uh, <laughs> I, have I lost my fucking mind? Why well, I thought I came to this thinking you were gonna love this like ridiculous six. No, now I feel no. like an idiot. No, this one was terrible, I thought. <laughs> I would go as far as to say I felt the same way as we felt after watching Click all those weeks back. Where you just felt confused and miserable. It left me feeling empty afterwards. Did you Um, not find it, though, just so weird? I faked your death for you. Here's a new identity. And it was moving at such a weird pace. I was kind of engaged. (laughs) I think I said it in the intro. I'd watched North by Northwest before it. And I've I've watched quite a few, like, on the run crime films and stuff recently and series and whatever. Because I'm watching more stuff than ever. I'm not just watching Adam Sandler films like you said you are. (laughs) Yeah, that's all I'm doing. The last film I watched before this was Mean Girls and before that was Mayorowitz Stories. In isolation, it might have been okay, but I was... I was surrounding it with good stuff. So I was just looking at it and thinking, this is just so shoddy and crap. It, it just didn't <laughs> seem like it was thought out at all. The uh, cinematography is pretty shit in this. There's quite nice establishing shots of Puerto Rico. Where they go. Yeah, the locations fun. and whatever all look quite nice. But I just, I don't want to be horrible, but like some of the, the cast, as I said, Adam Sandler looks tired. David Spade plays and struggles against type, I think. It's, 
almost as unbelievable as him being a womanizer. The lead female actress that they meet about halfway through is horrendous. Yeah, she's pretty bad. And again, there's a bit of a caveat for it because there's another twist with her as well as with with every everything in this there's film. You every can't really... character has a twist. <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. Every single character. <laughs> like has Nick Swanson uh, in my favorite Nick Swanson appearance. Oh, yeah. no. He plays a hard man. <laughs> Yeah, like I know. Big, a big goatee, and you think, oh, who's this hard man coming to the door? I know. Did you recognize him at first? I didn't recognize really, him for ages. It made me really laugh when he goes through the keyhole, and I'm expecting like a big bloke, and it's Nick Swanson. <laughs> yeah, I can't remember who I thought it was, but it did shock is, me. Uh, but no, Nick Swanson's car- better at being outlandish. He wasn't good at No, he was being outlandish because he keeps getting hit by the car, and then they make him crash his car, and it, it turns out he's from the FBI, but at that point, he says he's from the American Express, and he goes to the hospital, and all his bones are yeah, sticking out. That actually, to be fair, that was one running joke I did actually quite like, him just That's getting great. constantly injured. But... Did you not like Michael Chiklis? No. He, he appears. Was, he was acting and... like he was in a Funny or Die sketch. The way he was acting was... <laughs> He gets, so shot, he gets shot in the knee and he like in the, in the little kiddie pool going like, ah! And then he gets shot in the other knee by Adam Sandler and it was funny. I don't know what it was with this. It was just, it left a really bad taste for me watching it. I was just like... Oh no. It felt like they got 20 different actors that were all on different pages. They'd all been given different scripts because David Spade was acting like he was in, you know, a 90s crazy film. But he, Adam Sandler was acting like he was in Fast and the Furious 12. <laughs> he was. All of them were in different films. None of them were playing the same role. And it was just so stupid. And Did you not like Louis Guzman's balls? Did no, you not like Louis I Guzman's balls? I, I, <laughs> it's great. Louis Guzman is a highlight for me in this film. Uh, he's very funny. I think he's better in anger management, and that's saying a lot. Did you he's, find there was... His sequence was good, though, I've got to admit. That, see, that threesome scene is very funny. There's quite a lot of very unusual uh, homoeroticism moments in this film, which I was like, what the fuck? But some of them are, like, very... Genuinely sexy, is that what you were going to say? <laughs> <laughs> so there's a character in it, Dakota, and it turns out that the guy who Adam Sandler has stolen the identity from used to be fuck buddies with Dakota. Yeah. And it's funny oh, yeah. because Dakota is a big biker yeah and then adam sandler's like let me leave you with a mental image and then he starts deep throating his own finger that was fucking hot this is what i mean about leaving a bad taste whatever was on adam sandler's finger left a bad taste that scene is horrendous and it goes on so long and it's not funny from the start ages he's sucking his own finger then he starts sucking this guy's feels like it was written by a 12 year old but a 12 year old edgelord Sandler sucking his fingers to pleasure a biker who is then killed. Although he's not killed. Turns out he's all right. Yeah. Oh, man, you look so sad. (laughs) Honestly, this film. My last note is capital letters. What the fuck was this film? I don't know. I thought it was, I thought this one was horrible. This had probably the most product placement I can remember. Like there's Bud Light, Corona and Nike's get a big shout. Nike's end up being a big part of the film because a character called Shecky. I like that little nod. He has like a pair of horrible trainers and then Adam Sandler's like, I like those trainers. And then Adam Sandler starts torturing him. Yeah. Puts his, oh my God, this film is horrible, isn't it? Yeah, puts it's his really horrible. Head in a vice. Yeah. He's so violently. And then he realizes that, wait, I shouldn't be torturing this guy because he's a good guy. 
he dies, and then he gives Adam Sandler his trainers. It's set in the most negative world. And you said that the world of Blended is very, like, negative and everyone's really yeah. aggressive and stuff. The world of this film is insane. I think everyone yeah. just resorts to violence so quickly. Imagine living No in one's likeable. No one in this world's likeable. They're all having sex. There's a running joke that Adam Sandler tells girls that he's 10 years older than he is. But if you actually do the maths, he's telling them he's two years older than he is as an actor. So he's playing a 45-year-old when he's... <laughs> 53 and then acting like it's a big joke that, oh david spade's 57 then you look up and he was 54 when they filmed it or something it's like what do they genuinely think we believe think he's that. 44 or 45 it's so like, shit he's going oh it's my 55th birthday he looks 55 oh god but yeah exactly and he even acts like he's doing a woman a favor by getting with a slightly older woman and it's like it's his own fucking wife in real life and he's acting like it's really impressive that he's done this oh, thing where he's i see older. i didn't i didn't read that as that i wrote i wrote in this bit oh this is nice because this is sandman going clubbing with his own wife it's not nice it's, nothing it's in this film nice. is nice <laughs> i think there's nothing more sad than that scene as well when you're supposed to feet and kiss really cool but they're like in this terrible nightclub all looking like the oldest people you've ever seen it's so tragic but they're, they're, they're saying they're 10 years older yeah exactly they're lying that they're two years older than they are in real life everyone in this film i hated all of them there wasn't anyone that i liked oh. for more than a minute what about louis guzman no stop leaning on louis guzman he was horrible in this. <laughs> okay, I always like Nick Swanson, but this world, I think you've said it about the other ones, but this world is definitely the worst one. Everyone's um, out to get you. No one's interesting or nice. It's just for the first time we've had two gay characters or whatever, but well, they are, they're the butt of a joke. You don't see them. And also it's treated as like an illicit affair. Like, oh, he's cheated on his wife with another man. And it felt very backwards. And there's just the twist that there's these two women, but both of the women that are like main cast are like aggressive. Then as well, the other woman in it has an affair. It's like there's nothing positive I can think of in this film that anyone does. I don't uh, think anyone does anything good. Uh, excuse me, they cure cancer. <laughs> no, they don't. That's the biggest they positive don't cure in the can film. They, they, cure they don't cure cancer though. They find a treatment so, and David Spade big... puts it in his ass. The big, the big twist of this film is that the whole time Adam Sandler, who is being like an action man, but has occasionally implied that he's a bit ill. He coughs once. Didn't catch, he coughs once. I'd go as far as to say I think that there's a flashback bit, as you say, when David Spade finally realizes that um, Max is crying, Ill, really cares about this this man who he hasn't seemed to have liked through the whole film. They show you three flashbacks of Max coughing or saying, "Oh, I need to sit down." And someone saying to him, "You're sick," like shouting at him. Yeah, but they're saying you're, you're sick. sick as in as in you're you're, you're messed horrible. up. Horrible. Yeah, but then they twist it like, and he's like having this big revelation. It's so I couldn't terrible. believe it. This is maybe why I'm confusing that I like this. It was just the motions I went through watching this. Was, Mate, you don't uh, like palpable. this film. In in two years' time, when the Sandler pit is a little shit stain on your memory, if you go back and watch the do over, oh, I quite liked that one. You're not. You wouldn't come away feeling good. It's so. I, it would just I couldn't stop watching I think that those bits when Max is coughing and whatever I think they added those I don't think they actually happened in the film it's like an extended part of the scene I think they must they took him out I don't remember him <laughs> coughing at all in the whole film and then at, at the end suddenly he's, I don't remember it either but he's I remember been doing like backflips and then it's, then suddenly he's like coughing and <laughs> spluttering <laughs> 
He does like so many backflips and like action man stuff. And then they're like, oh, but really, he's sick. It's like, what? Why was this the way you treat yourself? I think that the key problem is that Max isn't a good character. If he was like quipping and making all these silly jokes and being like, you know, you're out and out action hero, I think there's a chance this would have been good. When you think of the time it came out, they could have just riffed on the dynamic of the Jump Street film, you know, one straight nerdy guy. But instead they have a guy who's a bank manager looking like a sex offender who can apparently hack into things because he knows how to use a bank system. Because he's from the bank. He knows how to find safe deposit boxes because he's he works in the bank man that's not that really isn't how it works um it? i did find i'll, the, I'll uh, buy into hubie halloween having a magical flask but i won't buy david spade hacking into what did you think of the whole storyline with adam sandler's mum i think is the worst thing they've ever done offensively it's just shocking they say that david spade used to spy on her when she was in the shower when he was a kid which is gross because he's a weird creep and then also she enjoyed it which is gross because that meant she was a pedophile immediately set up badly then the character is obviously got dementia so much so that she needs pictures of her own son on the fridge to tell her that it's her son then they go to the house and they said oh her mind's bad they could torture her for days and she wouldn't say anything when david spade's like maybe this would get your mum in trouble he's like oh no don't worry they'll torture her but she won't say anything so not caring about his mum's well-being whatsoever she's very unwell and then he's getting angry at her for not knowing things even Mm -hmm. though she fucking does because he says oh look it's the little boy on the fridge is adam sandler's son and then he's like no that's me and he makes her feel like an idiot and gets yeah. her all confused then at the end she appears in the most oh, shocking God, scene of the film when she exposes her <laughs> why did i say i like this <laughs> she shows her, her breasts to david spade and then louis guzman shows up again because he's gonna have sex with the mum even though she's got dementia yeah Fuck. and basically it shows her boobs and they look like if you put a tennis ball in a football sock like in a long sock and put that around your neck they don't look like anything they don't look real they don't look like cgi i don't know what they are it, and it's not funny either and that's the final note of the film before they jump in a pool but also uh... the film ends with a cliff dive right the two guys adam sandler and david spade jumping off a cliff if you look at the bit when adam sandler's in a swimming pool before that he gets out and his belly is bright red with all like lines yeah. and scratches on it. And it's because they've already done the bit where he jumps into onto the cliff. They've uh, already done that bit, but they've shot it out of was... order. But Yeah, I thought he was just really sunburnt, mate. <laughs> yeah, it could be, but it looks like someone slapped his belly loads of times. <laughs> his sexy belly, as you think. No, mate, he's looking quite hench in this. Like this is, you can tell he's done like, I don't know, some weights. And Him and David Spade are obviously like good mates. And mm-hmm. in most of the film, it seems like two good mates from back in the day hanging out. Secondly, again, all his family are all in this. Jared's back, our favourite. And it just seems like an excuse for them all to hang out. Maybe, but how would you feel, say you were Adam Sandler's, I don't know, you were kind of related to him or something. Imagine you were Adam Sandler's mum, right? (laughs) You were like, oh, my son's got a new film out. Oh, he's put the kids in it as well, the grandkids. Can't wait to see him in this film. And then you're sitting there. There's a scene with David Spade and Louis Guzman doing a fucking spit roast on this woman in a threesome. Louis Guzman's balls dangling over David Spade's head. And then also (laughs) the saggy boobs at the end. And then also, you know, the tongue piercing with a dick piercing. And then also the bit when Sean Astin's getting pegged. Yeah. (laughs) 
Adam Sandler's mum has to sit through all of that before she can see her granddaughter's in a film. Did you think about that? And Adam Sandler's getting tortured. And then he's saying the way he's trying to get out of being tortured is by saying... Being homophobic. Being homophobic and saying, oh, it's because you're gay. This film is bad, isn't it, mate? That's what I mean. That's what I mean about this. Has this really like sour view of everything. I'm not saying it it needs to be like the most woke thing, but... Because Louis Guzman's balls made me laugh really hard. <laughs> yeah, Shut that up. scene was fine. Hey, that that scene was fine. Made me laugh really hard. The action sequences were fun. Mate, you're not going to like Murder Mystery. It's very similar to this. Oh, There's God. a lot of, like, country hopping kind of... Uh, but I don't mind that. It's just the lot. fact that, like, the characters in this were terrible. I wouldn't. I couldn't root for them. If any of the characters were a bit more likable and there was a bit more of, like, an in to this world, David Spade's character was, like, fumbling around and whatever, but he fully... Goes straight into yeah. it he's having a threesome 20 minutes in how bad is it that his character growth so that character is like he's a loser he's always been a loser he's he, he fancied a girl at school she married someone else and then he's married a years later and she's obviously having an affair he works in the same job has the same car his life it sucks his character development and arc is that at the end he can have a fist fight with a woman yeah, while exactly. saying i'm sick of you women yeah this it, film is bad mate isn't it i think it know. covers every ism and phobia i think we can probably right, yeah. get all of them as i say but to you it does I'm have like... a lot of laugh out loud moments it doesn't though. That's the thing. I don't. <laughs> Louis I don't... Guzman's balls. <laughs> <laughs> you can keep saying that. That happens so early on. I can't think of a really standout scene that happens after that. That's about forty thought... minutes in. There's nothing else good other than the sex scene. Forty minutes in. There's nothing else good here. We should probably talk about some of the cast in it that we haven't mentioned as much. One of them is that Adam Sandler's being stalked by this woman who he keeps like referring to as ah she's a crazy bitch and all this stuff turns out it's his wife um oh dear, yeah, who's following him because he's got cancer she's played by Catherine Hahn who's mm. usually really good I think maybe this is my problem I see Catherine Hahn I'm thinking of how see good she is in Step Brothers for me my favorite film very nice the greatest she's so good in that film and in this she's not given much to do and yeah as you say WandaVision as well you're just thinking of all the good things that these other these people have been in away from this so I see Michael Chicklets getting shot in the knee for the the second time and i'm thinking why is he not covered in boulders <laughs> he was if he was covered in rocks he wouldn't have died but not died because he's alive at the end somehow do you remember when we started this man and you loved adam sandler and i hated him and now i'm like staunchly defending a really really the worst bad... one <laughs> the thing is i think the fact that i like adam sandler is making this more difficult because i know he can be better that's all i ask for him just be better do better <laughs> You know what? I said that I had uh, five pages worth of notes and I'm honestly like, I've nothing really to say. I think the other thing that's worth mentioning is that the lead henchman that we've mentioned before, you said he wanted to put a, was it like a, what was it? Like a butt plug he wanted to put inside Adam Sandler's butt? Like, like a dildo covered in glass. He's got that a running whole joke. The scene was so dark. So yeah. dark. But it's not funny yeah. either to like undercut the darkness. It's, as you say, punching down. I think you've said quite a few times that Adam Sandler's good at that. And in this, it's not like funny uh, in the way they do it. That henchman's got a running joke that he's a gymnast and he does backflips and he's like six foot five. It's the same as what we've said about Ridiculous Six with like the like the gymnastic stuff, like never looks very convincing or real. So it yeah. always looks a bit ropey. But it's did a bit you recognize... walks in on his hand, does he? <laughs> I think so, yeah. I think he does like the crab or something. Um, <laughs> oh God, I love this film so much. Do you recognize who that guy was? No. It's the doctor from Funny People when they're like, oh, you've got a really good voice. You could be you a villain. I was thinking, oh my God, I recognise this guy 
And I was thinking throughout the film about the funny people, how they were horrible about that bloke. Yeah, and that's I kept him. thinking. So the, the cast in there is a bit meta. That's quite funny, but at the well, same time, he's not great. Did you catch the Valancourt moment as well? They're going through all the computer files when they find out Max has cancer and one before uh, the surname's Valancourt. Oh, and nice. I was like, oh, I know that now. Everything I think of this film is is bad. I'm looking at my notes and it's like Adam Sandler wearing a baggy vest and huge shorts. Adam Sandler having sex with a sex doll. I wrote, yay, Dakota is alive. (laughs) I've lost my mind. I feel like this is one when so much stuff (laughs) would have happened and I just wouldn't have noticed as well. Mm. I don't know, there's like a a long sequence at the end that's a slow motion fight between these two females and like... Oh, that goes on forever. And then Adam Sandler and David Spade are watching it and kind of getting turned on. This crazy woman is fighting Adam Sandler's wife instead of him doing anything to like help out. He just watches. And just just before that, David Spade's about to get shot after he had that fist fight with that woman because he hates women. Then Adam Sandler appears on a motorbike, a little tiny motorbike. She turns around and starts firing about 90 shots at him. And he's doing a perfect wheelie and bouncing off the bullets off. And he goes up and like hits her. Like, what the fuck is this yeah. fucking film? I, I think I wrote that down. They mentioned so many times, oh, I can't do a wheelie. I can't do a wheelie. And you're like, oh, that's going to come back. And then it comes you back for no reason. It's what not was... gra- like any gratification for him doing it, is there, really? What was Max's job in the end? I don't know. Was he a counsellor, like he said? I think he was, was a counsellor. Uh, an undertaker? Was he an FBI agent? Was he a police I think it, officer? I think he was the counsellor at the end, but I How don't know. How do they get away with it at the end, though? It's so they stupid. That, this murder is, this people! Is, I said everything they do is negative, and you said, oh, they, they cured cancer. <laughs> they well, cured cancer! They found the cure for cancer, but I still don't think it redeems everything that they've done so far, like been such cancer. <laughs> Through the whole thing. There's a lot of like moments which are like record scratch. David Spade stops and then his voice overcomes it. Oh, the horrible and narration as well. This is the part where I knew we were in trouble. There was a bit when he does that. He's like, and it's really hard to get out away with something like this. The only way you can do it is to cure cancer. <laughs> and they're all like oh. stood around <laughs> shaking Nick Swanson's hand and they've got away with it because so they cure cancer. They just drag everything into it. You know, I said about them dragging. Sandler's kids oh. into it. Why do they have to drag fucking the cure for cancer and dementia into this fucking cesspit of a film? Everything about the tone of this one makes me feel ill, honestly. I think it, maybe. I'm thinking about it now as well. <laughs> all these bits when they're supposed to be having fun. Oh, we're on about drinking Coronas from a box and all this crap. The music playing is the worst music you ever hear, which is auto-tuned country rock. <laughs> all stuff like, I want to wear my shirt and get on the tractor. It's stuff like that. And oh God, it's Florida Georgia line or whatever they're called. And their music is just horrendous. It plays into this film beautifully. I don't I, The whole thing just, I don't know who it was for. Don't know what they were trying to do, but I know it's left me very angry. Yeah. I mean, I... Uh, I don't know how you, you can defend this film. You, yeah, you've turned me around on it, to be honest. When you say the things that happen out loud, I think I was just so blinded by the really funny scene where Louis Guzman's balls are out. I don't remember that, that of, uh, When did that happen? <laughs> <laughs> big balls. And it's really, really, really funny. That kind of washed over me. I was in a bit of a silly mood, but you are right. This is a very, very bad film. He has a boat called Fish and Chicks. <laughs> 
Okay, all right. That's the final nail in the coffin, isn't it? And then there's, there's makes... a shot when David Spade goes to see his family, and there's the two twin boys who are horrible to him. They're so awful. And they're wanking in bed, and he just watches them from the doorway. They're they're both got the sheets over their heads, and they're wanking in unison in a bunk bed. That happens. They spray him with water guns, don't they? Make him look like he's peed himself. Yeah, and at the end of the film, he sprays them with water guns while dressed as a zombie. Yep. Someone says something to David Spade quite early on, and it, I've, I've not written it down. But he just looks to the side and does this terrible stream of fake CGI vomit. Uh, he's like, hey, sniff this key. And they sniffs the key. He's like, I got that out, fr- out from a man's ass. <laughs> yeah. And he does this look to the side. It's like the start of Hubie Halloween, but in that hey, we found it the, endearing. Uh... In this, I don't know, it wasn't even good. It didn't hit. You look it... miserable. <laughs> Yeah, I I feel how Adam Sandler looked in this, tired but ripped. No, <laughs> He's so ripped in this film. You get like glimpses of what Adam Sandler could be like in like comedy buddy cop film, but I just feel like it doesn't hit the notes I wanted it to. I think it would be very good for him being in a Hobbs and Shaw kind of film. Yeah, exactly. I think that'd be very funny. There were glimpses of it, and there yeah. were moments that did really make me laugh. Like, every bit of Nick Swardson getting hit by a car made me laugh. Bones sticking out his arm really made me laugh. Yeah, I think these moments are quite fleeting. and They're, it's they're very the, few and far between, aren't they? It's more the insanity of the plot that really hooks you in. If you really wanted to try and summarise it, you struggled so much at the start, but it's basically... Adam Sandler and David Spade torture people to try and get information about the cure for cancer that was created by two people having a gay love affair that were both married to women and one was a biker. No, 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 one wasn't. Being... No, 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 they weren't married to women, mate. One of them was, Fishman. He no, was married because... to the, the woman. That's no, she, says, made oh. that, she made that up. Oh, she made it. This she is what I mean. See, this, <laughs> everyone's <laughs> making stuff attention. up. <laughs> yeah, Can you blame me? Have <laughs> you seen were... this film? They were just two gay men in a relationship. This film's clouded my mind and I I feel like (laughs) watching it will make you more stupid. I think that's what it comes down to. Definitely, because I just watched it and I immediately was like, oh, that was all right. (laughs) There's too much negative stuff in it and the characters are all like bigoted and just dickheads and I don't know, it's horrible. I don't know what we're watching next week, but I hope it's something better than this. (laughs) Probably not. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Well, I think that's enough about the plot. How did you do on your Sandler scale? Uh, my Sandler scale, I did quite well, but I didn't get a line for quite a while. I got a line at one hour and 32 minutes near the end. My line was, everyone loves him, which I don't know. Every time he was hanging out places, Adam Sandler, people either loved him or hated him. So it was kind of hard to gauge. But there was no one who was just middling. Everyone had a very strong opinion yeah. of him. Which is nice because he really doesn't do anything in this film, does he? What do you mean? Like, as a character, what what's his character traits? That he can do a sick backflip and he's got sick guns. So let's say there's three, maybe being generous, there's four action, big action sequences in this film. What does he do for like the first 50 minutes? He smokes cigars, drinks loads of beer, he drugs David Spade. <laughs> None of these things are personality traits. Uh, As a character, I don't think he has anything think that defines him. His character definition is that he's the cool guy, or at least that's what David Spade perceives him as. He's the cool guy who they used to hang out when they're kids. But is it, is it a school reunion they're at at the start? Yeah. And he doesn't recognise him. And you say so that he's the cool guy. He's wearing a name badge that says, hello, my name is Maxipad. Let Maxipad soak up your pain, he says. Yeah, but I wasn't looking at the, the sign. I was looking at that sick leather jacket. <laughs> 
<laughs> Honestly, I will go to the gates of hell to make sure this film goes in the fucking pit. Oh, we can have a little bit of an argument. We're no, not. <laughs> I'll kick you from this Zoom chat. So my next one was Nice Property, which you get when he moves to Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico. Yeah, you're right. There are there are some very nice properties. Very nice properties. Nice pool. And then a fart. We don't actually get a fart, but he does say, The other night when we slept together, you farted in your sleep six times. And then she's got the gun to his head and says, No one will ever find that out. That was a classic yeah. bit, wasn't it? It, it did uh, make me laugh a little bit, that bit. One hour and 30 minutes. And then the other ones I got, I got good at sports when he was kind of doing backflips and also he does a sick wheelie. Sadler sideburns immediately and a mm-hmm. shout pretty early on. Oh yeah, uh, definitely. The ones I didn't get, I didn't get Blake Clark, I don't think. No. I don't remember him. There's no fast food, obviously, because have you seen his rocking guns? He's not going to be fucking eating a Mackey's. And <laughs> with those... he bans it from the set. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's he, like, no, no. He to be ripped. So I only drink light it. beer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it just drinks Bud Light. No full fat for ripped Sandler. And there's no Sandler singing, unfortunately. No, there's not. What about you? I've just realised my first note of this film is Jared Sandler opens the film as a DJ. I like Big yep. Butts plays. I wrote, OMG, it's Jared Sandler. <laughs> <laughs> We're his biggest fans. So I did pretty good, to be honest. I was only missing two squares of the whole thing. I had a line that was injured animal, which was the fish that gets battened to death in the first. I forgot about Adam Sandler. He batters a fish to death. Blood spurts all over David Spade's face. The implication being that Adam Sandler is a serial killer or a maniac. It turns out he's just a bloke who's dying of cancer. So why did he do that? He is also a bit of a maniac. He's sick in both ways, remember? I also had product placement, which we got almost immediately. There's the actual line, I remember you loved the Bud Light. That's in the first maybe like three minutes. Yep. I think there's three different beers before they've even done the do-over. I actually think I've got a bit of a contention here because I ticked it for Horrible Voice, which is when they're in a bar, David Spade's really drunk and he's like, oh, why don't you play Who Had the Dogs Out? Or something like that, which pretty sounds pretty gross. That's about 35 minutes into it. Also... Before that, I had Fat Joke, which is Adam Sandler saying, oh, everyone here is fat and old looking at the school reunion. I also had Nick Swarton, which I ticked later on. But thinking back now, he was at Adam Sandler's funeral. There's a bit when they're looking at binoculars and they see Nick Swarton looking really suspicious and they say something like who's that guy but then they quickly go away from it and then you see Swarton again because I didn't recognize him for ages but he was in it really early I ticked it later on anyway so yeah like about half an hour in I got my one but also I had reference to weed they smoke a joint right at the start there's loads more weed in this than there has been in any of these films I think very hedonistic aren't they (laughs) they are this is a very hedonistic film I think to misogyny as well. Very early on, there's some, a lot of misogyny. Um, misogyny. Yes. He says, oh, imagine being that skank's husband and seeing that. That's when you first get introduced to Adam Sandler. This is what I mean. Like straight away, that negativity is there. He says that he showed David Spade his first pair of tits as well, which is his mum. Oh. All happens in the first few minutes. I didn't get Chris Rock or transphobia, but I wouldn't be surprised if there's some transphobia in there because there's every other phobia. All in all, a successful yeah. Sandler scale. <laughs> this leads to me to my question. Luke Terry, will you fake your own death, move to Puerto Rico, and then live it up in the Sandler castle with this is delightful that where it is? film? 
Is that yeah, it's Puerto Rico. Rico. Yeah. Or are you going to get shot in the head and then your horrible corpse being shown on a phone to everyone who'll look next to a DVD copy of this nightmare? And you can't get this on DVD. It's film. streaming only. I bet you um, can get a physical copy somewhere. Yeah, I, I really did hate this film, honestly. But like speaking to you, I can see how happy Louis Guzman's balls have made you. <laughs> you really made me laugh. In a true do-over style twist, I think that this should maybe go into the sound of the pit it's not going oh, in the castle oh, it was close wasn't it i saw you were on tender hooks there you were having a right i was really excited no i think there's no place for this in the castle at all even in the dungeon i think the crimes are too great even a cure for cancer couldn't save this film <laughs> honestly the cure I... cancer in this film this is insane imagine a film where the characters are so <laughs> horrible that even when they cure cancer you still hate them that's how i felt at the end of this film david spade he what's he do he pretends to be like in a coma but he's got a usb in his in his ass to stop him going to prison or something i don't know this to film, uh, extract it everything that happens is a reach i know it's a comedy and you've got to suspend your belief for a little bit but like this took it to too much of an extreme all the while not being funny i think it's more of an action film than it is a comedy but even yeah. then it's an action film that has like threesome scenes and pegging scenes and just so much horrible stuff as well I, as i can't think of a single action scene though in the whole film i can't think of anything that happens except for nick swarton getting hit by a car as an action it fails because it's not memorable <laughs> it's not memorable at all so much happens all these crazy jokes happen and whatever but they just start washing over you by the end that you just don't know what's going to happen next but like I didn't care I wasn't invested at all in this one and it's left me feeling very very annoyed so I watched this just a few hours ago it kind of all washed over me but the kind of standout silly scenes did kind of work for me when you talk through it and talk about the absolute insanity that went into this yeah i can't really justify i mean i've been quite lenient i think in the last few weeks but yeah fair play i can't justify some of the shit that they do in this going into the castle so yeah this is a pit film for Definitely. me um, i think the impact I, of going overboard is just washed away now hasn't it that's what i was going to ask you is this the worst sandler for you then i've never seen you this annoyed so i would say so far going overboard and the cobbler are the two worst ones worst ones yeah going overboard fails as a film alone <laughs> just the <laughs> technical aspects and all that aren't there whereas with this out of 10 you can't really give it too low of a thing because at least you can hear what's being said and like it's at least shot properly rather than being like out of focus and whatever like going over okay let's let's put going overboard aside because that's not a film this or the cobbler what are you going for don't you dare say the cobbler's better than this the cobbler is so shit this is horrendous as a film but this had a few moments where you laugh the cobbler had yeah. nothing I'll give you that. Yeah. If The Cobbler is a comedy, I don't know if it is, but if it is a comedy, then it fails at that. Whereas this does have a couple of jokes at least. So this maybe edges it slightly. The Cobbler, I can't think of anything that stands out other than him killing Method Man with a high-heeled shoe. Cobbler is the worst, but only just. Because this film actively pissed me off, whereas The Cobbler just left me indifferent. I I've never seen you this mad. <laughs> How long have I known you? Like six years, seven years? Bloody hell. You look absolutely yeah. livid. If uh, I could get this film in a headlock, I would. <laughs> <laughs> we're both in agreement, though, that Louis Guzman's balls were quite funny. Lovely balls. Uh, do you want a little Sandler game to cheer you up? Oh, please. <laughs> I don't know if this game's going to cheer you up. So this game is a reimagining of an earlier game, and it's I Don't Know Him From Adam Redux. 
Oh, is Ezra so going to be Adams now? It's all Adams. Oh. <laughs> like I so I'm going to describe a film and then you've got to tell me what the Adam is that I've replaced with Adam Sandler and then also what the film is. Right, okay. So let me go for my first one. Adam Sandler continues his grandfather's legacy in this gripping sequel. His grandfather's legacy? His grandfather's legacy. Do you gripping want a clue? Sequel. Yeah, please. Set in space. <laughs> Ah, uh, okay. Like the Star Wars sequel trilogy. Yeah. Um, and you've replaced Adam Driver with Adam Sandler? Exactly. Yeah. Very I didn't nice. want to be too obvious on that one. That might be a I like a the star of it, the grandfather's legacy. Like hmm, grandfather's Godfather legacy. four? <laughs> <laughs> a little Shecky Corleone. Adam Sandler plays Bumper Allen, the egotistical leader of the Treblemakers in this comedy film. Have I seen this? What? Oh, I don't know why I'm asking you. you oh, I, don't know. Know. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe you've seen a lot of films. Oh my God, I know it. And I, I'm so angry. God. It's Adam Devine in Pitch Perfect, isn't it? <laughs> Treble makers. Yeah. Adam Sandler fights crime in this iconic TV show with a faithful sidekick. Batman. Adam West. Yes. Oh. Well done. Yeah, Batman. I'd love to see Adam Sandler in that little... Batman. <laughs> Tensions rise in this 2019 drama as Adam Sandler struggles for custody of his child. Is it Adam Driver again with Marriage Story? Absolutely, it's Adam Driver in Marriage Story. Have you got any uh, other Adam Driver films? <laughs> who knows? There's not many Adams. I was, here's what I was going to do. I was going to do every single one as Adam Devine. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he's uh, not in I, enough films, though, is he? He's in a load of films. I no, he needs to be in more because we love him so much. <laughs> okay. Will Ferrell's nauseating brother, played by Adam Sandler, this comedy classic. Who's the actor? Adam Scott. Adam Scott. Well done. That's that was really one. quick. It's okay. on my mind. <laughs> Remembering things that used to make you laugh. <laughs> okay. Famous singer Adam Sandler appeared in this TikTok musical hit. <laughs> 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 is this your thing that you watched? Ratatouille, the, the musical. Ratatouille, so a musical yeah. Adam, right? A musical Adam, yeah. Is that Adam Levine? Not Adam Levine, no. The other musical Adam. Don't know many Adams. Musical Adam. Adam Sandler. No, not Adam Sandler. <laughs> I wish. Have you got any more clues? I don't, I don't think I'm going to uh, get he this He sings one. with Queen. He sings with Queen. Oh, Adam Lambert. Adam Lambert, yeah. Seen him live. I should have known him. Have you? <laughs> yeah, I saw him with Queen a few years ago. Have a guess which character he plays in the TikTok musical. I don't really know like Ratatouille very well. I've only seen it like twice. Uh, so I don't plays... rate it. Is he the critic? <laughs> Anton Ego? I don't want to hear you saying anything bad against Ratatouille. Ratatouille, the TikTok musical, fair enough, but not the goddamn <laughs> film. He plays uh, Emil, the brother, and the guy who plays Remy is the dude from Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. What, Titus? So weird. Yeah, <laughs> neither of them are in a, an outfit or anything. Yeah, it's very unusual. Okay, this is a really hard one. Very surprised if you get this. Adam Sandler was so furious when he thought his new roommate had killed his goldfish in this memorable guest appearance in this iconic sitcom. Killed his goldfish? It's a very, very famous sitcom. And he was in it for a few episodes. And I didn't know this guy's name. You don't know the guy's name? I didn't know before uh, I researched. Well, you didn't know like the actor or anything? I knew the actor. I didn't know his name. I think because I know you, it's probably Seinfeld. No, it's not Seinfeld. It's the most famous sitcom ever made. Oh, Friends. So I'm not going to know it because I don't watch or like Friends. The surname is the family name of a Happy Madison produced sitcom. 
Adam Goldberg. Yeah, I, th- I think he might. I think he is the Goldbergs. I think it's about Adam Goldberg's life, is it not? It's a. I think it's a different Adam Goldberg. <laughs> this Adam Goldberg is in Saving Private Ryan, and he's in Friends. He plays Chandler's roommate when Joey moves out. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, that famous bit from that series you watched. Between you Friends, Ratatouille, and the Do Over, me and you have very different opinions. <laughs> <laughs> this one again, very hard, but I've given a few subtle clues. Adam Sandler stars as Animal Mother in this Kubrick classic and is in real life no relation to Alec, Daniel, William and Stephen. So it's an Adam Baldwin. Yes, well done. Not related to Alec and uh, all the others. Yeah. And what was it? Animal Mother? Animal Mother in a Kubrick classic. I love a bit of Kubrick, but I can't remember that as a name. Classic. Uh, I've never heard you talk about this film. It (laughs) is famous. Is it 2001? Not 2001. It's a late one, probably, for him. But it's still a classic. Yeah, I heard people saying it's good. Well, I've I'd, never seen it. I don't know, like Barry Lydon? No. <laughs> that's not a classic, uh, is it? I don't think that's anyone also, likes that one. Yeah, Full Metal Jacket. Ah, oh, Full Metal Jacket, okay. Yeah, that's Adam Baldwin. We've got two more left. Famed singer Adam Sandler plays Dave Cole, ex-boyfriend of the main character in this music-themed rom-com. <laughs> music-themed rom-com? I'll just say, because this is quite hard, starring Mark Ruffalo... And Kira Knightley. Um, that's called Begin Again, right? Yep. And who's the Adam? I don't know. I haven't seen it. Um, Famed singer Adam Sandler. Is it Adam Levine? This side? Yes. Well done. <laughs> well done. And now I've got one last one. Adam Sandler finds himself in the friend zone, so travels through time like an entitled, whiny, useless, creepy fuck to get with the girl. Um, a time traveling Adam film about. I think you might have told me about this film before, maybe. Um, time traveling. He's in the friend zone. What, it's like? your favorite Adam. Oh, Adam Devine again. Adam Devine. Was it a hot tub time machine or something? <laughs> it's the film when we first met. I think he travels through time so he cannot be in the friend zone anymore. <laughs> oh my That's god! That's fucking terrible. I, I was I reading the plot that. earlier. Should we check it, it out? Anyway, that was fucking terrible game. That, that was a good game. I, don't I quite like that. Redux. That was all right, uh, actually. Better than the do over. <laughs> for you. Yeah, oh yeah, 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 definitely. This week the do over earn a place in the pit 100%. Next week, I need something to bring me out of it. I need the film version of the word Goose Fraba to cheer me up. <laughs> well, luckily, it's a little lucky boy's birthday and he's becoming a bit of a grown-ups too. So we're going to watch grown-ups too. Yes. I'm very excited to revisit grown-ups too because um, it's the sequel we all needed after the, <laughs> the first one, which currently is in residence at the pit, I think, isn't it? It is. And I remember watching this at your house like nearly a year ago now Mm -hmm. and watching them back to back. And this one is funnier than the first one because it's way worse. It's insane how bad this film is. And I'm really excited to to revisit it. When we watch all of those films, I think by the time the episode goes out, it will have been a year since that happened. We watched... Happy Gilmore, Grown Ups, Grown Ups 2, and That's My Boy. And I think Grown Ups 2 was just about the standout as like the worst, but the one we were laughing in a crazy way at. It was like the Pavlovian response uh, that I had watching the do-over. I had the same with Grown Ups 2. I couldn't stop laughing, even though it was bad. And we watched them back to back as well. Back to back, yeah. I think we watched Happy Gilmore after as like a palate cleanser. Yeah, to to get the taste away. What a time to be alive that we can just do these things. This is what our ancestors fought for. I'm getting a bit worried about you, mate. (laughs) (laughs) He'll say some worrying things. So yeah, birthday special too next week. Can't wait. Crazy stuff planned. So how can people get in touch with us, Luke? 
if people want to reach out and check if I'm okay, they can do so by contacting <laughs> us on Instagram and Twitter at the Sand Lapit or by emailing us the sandlapit at gmail.com. You can also go to our Facebook page, but why would you? Thank you, Joe Tyrone, for the music. It's always beautiful. Thank you to Luke Thomas for the wonderful artwork that you can see over on our Instagram. And thank you, Luke Terry, for editing these nightmare episodes and trailers together. Yeah, thank you for putting me through this. Join us next week for a happier episode. <laughs> Fingers crossed. And until then, it's been a very happy sad goodbye from me and a very angry sad goodbye from him. Can we do this over, please? <laughs> it's not a cure for cancer. It's a cure for Max's cancer.